Let's welcome you back to another episode of LLF Local Louisville Fighting. I am Charles CWMC, Whitehead, up and coming, number one ring announcer in the area, only black ring announcer in the area. And I'm not talking about just black ring now. I'm not talking about you going to get some superstar and then bring him in just because he's black. We talking about black superstar, black ring announcer that does this. Only one from California to New York podcast, local Louisville fighting. We are missing Katie Marks today. She had a prior engagement and you know, show business, you know how it works. Show must go on. So the show's going on. Shout out to Katie Marks. Catch your next rip. I have a guest today. So you see, we've been talking about coaches and I've been building a little foundation of how these things work around here. I have a professional boxer with me today, 2-0, Mr. Denzel, Million Dollar Smile, Negron. Did I say that right? Yes, Negron. Sir. Yes, I try to make sure I put my Puerto Rican accent on it. So for my Latina base out here, I got you one. <laughs> I got you one, you know, with boxing, boxing is like black folks, Latina, white folk, but you know, yeah. boxing, you know, black folks, basketball, Latinas boxing, but we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to get into that. So number one, it's a pleasure to have you here. Hey, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Yes, it is. And 2-0, professional boxer, up and coming. You were not a, you weren't born and raised here. You are a transplant. Yeah. So... How about this? Let's get into the pictures first, so that explain where you come from. So let's take a look at these. This picture right here. Who is this right here? So that's former five-time world champion and Hall of Famer Miguel Angel Cotto. That's Cotto right there. Yeah, in the <laughs> boxing world, we know the name Cotto. Yeah. We know what the name Cotto means in the boxing world. So that's you. And how old are you right there? I was starting in boxing. I was seven to eight years old around there. All right, so you're yeah. seven to eight. So you started boxing when you were seven to eight years yes. old. And started boxing in this place is where are we at? So that's Caguas, Puerto Rico. The name of the gym is Bairoa. Okay. That was basically where Cotto was established for long his career uh -huh. until the fight with Margarito. And yes. then he decided to change trainers and all that. Okay, so that's yeah. how it goes. So you, this is... Pre, where where was he at? Where's Cotto at in his career right here? Do we know? Um, yeah, he was still champion. He was still undefeated. Still champion, yes. still undefeated. And coming yeah. down to the gym, taking pictures with a little seven, eight-year-old. Yeah. Okay. Hey, he was a, hey, <laughs> my you, kind of champion. You, um, people think he's serious and all that, but he's actually a good guy. Yes, because you know way more about yeah. him than I do. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, you know way more about him than yeah. I do. All right, what's the next picture that we have? Okay, and who is this? So that's Evangelista Cotto. That's actually Cotto's um, former trainer and uncle. Okay, so former trainer and yeah. uncle. And are you the same age here, or is this taking that yeah, later that was, time? that was my first fight. Oh, so this is your first fight? Yes. So is this, 
You can't be pro at eight years old, can you? No, <laughs> sadly not. <laughs> right, right. You can't be pro at eight years old. So but yeah, that was my first fight. So you're actually an amateur here in your first fight. How did that go? How about um, that? Um, sad. I lost my first fight. What? Okay, yeah, okay, okay. I lost okay. my first fight. Um, I went with another uh, with a experienced boxer, uh-huh. and I got the L that one. But, you know, it just gave me hunger to get better. I agree with you. And, you know, so we have this thing and we'll talk about, well, I'm coming out the gate, man. I'm going to be boxing. Whoop, whoop this. I'm seven, eight years old. There's all this hype. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And then you lose your first fight. How you bounce back from that is going to say something about you because, you know, everybody probably yeah. thought you was going to win or yeah. was like rooting for you to win, right? Yeah. And the thing is, hey, if you don't bounce back, if you just keep your hand down, you're not going to get better anyways. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. So, Coming out the gate, lost your first fight, but you are still an up-and-coming pro boxer with a 2-0 and record. So let that be a lesson to you. Just because you take a knock oh. out the first gate don't mean it's over for you. Never. It's never, it's never over for you. It isn't. Uh, let's see the next one that we have. Okay, what we got right here? You look a little older right here. Yeah, I you was look- around 15, I think, and that's former, I think, two-division world champion, um, Juan Malopez. Uh, Lopez. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. He fought, he fought with Salito two times. Uh-huh. That was his first loss and his second. Um, great person. He helped me a lot too. Did he? he? Yeah. I helped him, I think, I believe with um with Bellis, mm-hmm. one of his last fights. Right. I helped him with um I was his sparring partner. Okay, so you yeah. was you were sparring partner with one of his last fights. Yeah. And was that at age 13 or was that no, grown that, man I, business? I was around 17-ish. Okay. Yeah. You're 17 and you're sparring with a guy that's going to fight with a champion to help him out. Yep. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey bro. That, that, that's how we get better. <laughs> hey, I agree with you. I'm not going to knock that. So who's the other kid in here? Um, That's Kevin Clavijo. So uh-huh. he was my, uh, my gym partner at that time. Great fighter. Sadly, he doesn't fight no more, but hey, uh-huh. he was All a right. good, good fighter. All right. Close friend of yours, I would take him? Um, yeah. Uh, somewhat soon. All right. All right. All right. That's good. Nice to hear. So he's 17 years old. All right. 2-0 as a professional boxer, 17 years old, and you're sparring with a guy's going into championship boxing, right? Yeah. Um, At that point, he was not champion no okay. more, but, you know, it was in that level still. It, it and, was. And, you know, having that experience helped me a lot. I guarantee it. Because it was something new, something that I was not used to. Right, because right. In amateur boxing, you see a lot of people that want to just hit soft and mm-hmm. want to make points. Right. Pro boxing is not is a different not, ball game. Not about points in pro boxing. <laughs> we ain't trying to no. get points. We try to get something different in yeah. pro boxing. <laughs> That's really cool though. But that lets, but it but it sets a pedigree for you, like. Man, how you we gonna get to the next picture? Like you came you came from them cats over that be throwing them hands. Yeah. <laughs> you came from that. Hey, he had the record, I think, for for a few years for the most knockouts in the first round, I believe. Ooh, first round the first round knockouts. Ooh, make sure we revisit that subject yeah. in a minute, because we're not <laughs> done with that. We want to get back to that in your as you start your professional career. And I'm glad we could have him first. LLF, we got him first before he blows everything out the water. Because <laughs> yes, I'll say something. I've seen you, you fought twice, I've seen you fight once, and after that fight, here's what they say about the million dollar smile. (laughs) LLF has something to do with that. (laughs) I want my 1%. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want my 1%. Um, 
after you fought that fight, man, I spoke to some people and speak about you, and they talk about how old are you? I'm 22 years old. 22 man. years old. They say grand, grown men don't want to fight this guy. <laughs> they say you put Denzel Negron on the card or you holler at the million dollar smile and you're going to let the name fool you. And they's like, it's grown dudes that don't want to fight you. So how is that as far as coming up and trying to get another fight? How's that going right now? Hey, right now we're trying to see. We're looking at September right now. Mm -hmm. we're, we don't have a date yet set up. But we're looking at September. It's really hard um, for the weight class because I fight in 122 pounds. Right. That was going to be my next question. So you fight 122 pounds. So what exactly, what weight class is that exactly? Um, is that featherweight, bantamweight? What you that's got? super bantamweight. Suter, say super, it again. Super bantamweight. Suter, super bantamweight. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. So that's what that is. That's where, uh, there's a lot of knockouts in super bantamweight. Um, just... I'm going to be honest. It's just more of a. We throw a lot. Throw like, a lot. Okay. Like, it's a, there's fight that it can go south quick. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> like, you got, for example, in 118 pounds, you got um, Naoya Inoue. Uh-huh. He's from Japan. Yes. He's 118 pounds, but he hits, like, crazy. Like, he hit, like, 220. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he hits hard. Like you, you can see that in those weight classes, but mm -hmm. it's not like you see knockouts like in 147, 140. Right, right, and, right. You know, heavyweights. And see, and everybody doesn't know that. So, and it, like we were talking at work the other day about the classes, and we were having an argument about the classes because I was like, there's something under bantamweight. Yeah. Yeah, there's something under bantamweight. So, let's speak about first round knockouts before we get back into this. So, from a fan's perspective, because that's where LLF always comes from as a fan's perspective, is. Consistently, because you're at two and zero now, so yeah. you know you probably won't knock out about two or three more cats before we start seeing you go past the second, third, fourth, or fifth round. Yeah. Because from a fan's point of view, what a fan wants to see is yes, we'd have been through the Mike Tyson stage yeah. where I done left to get some popcorn and I came back, fight was over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that. It's like that. So you got to be careful in boxing with that, but. After so many of those knockouts from a fan's point of view, we want to see you, for us to be able to judge you as a good fighter, because you are a good fighter. I don't care what nobody says. Regardless of what happens future-wise, you are a good fighter. Appreciate it. And uh, when you get to that third, fourth, fifth, or sixth rounds, that's when you start seeing what somebody's made of. Yeah, exactly, because there's some fighters that first, let's say, when it's a six-round fight, you right. see fighters in the first two rounds, they're like lions. You know, they're good, they're fast, they're... But when they get to third or fourth, they mm -hmm. start going down. Right, right. And that's not when, you know, there's a problem there. And I agree. <laughs> that, I agree. That, that's a problem of fighters that like to knock out everybody. Mm -hmm. When you take them to the rounds, they don't know what to do. Right, so can they do that? You know what I'm yeah, saying? So exactly. if people want to see that. I'm going to give you an example. Wilder. Aha, uh -huh. yes. Let's take Mr. Heavyweight Wilder. Yeah. <laughs> like, he knocked out, like, his first, what, like, 20 fighters? Yeah, in, like, the first two rounds, something yeah. like that. So when he went to the deep rounds, you see him getting sluggy and getting slow and getting tired. Right, right, you right. Know? After that, he got a little bit better going to the deep rounds, but Correct. still, 
he got so used to knocking people out in the first, let's say, five rounds. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not good for a fighter. Personally, it's not good. That, you know, obviously in your first fights, you're going to get, you're going to get okay fighters. Right. People got to right. understand that. Right. Um, but the level got to go up. As your fights go on, your levels got to go up a little bit more, a little bit more, if you want to become a good fighter. Correct. Correct. Hold because on. Oh, the I, got, level, I got new sounds now. Boom. That was a bomb. Yes. <laughs> right. If, if the level that you started from, from your first fight is the same one at the 10th fight. fight and something you know, ain't right. Something ain't right. Like, Boom. Take that. Something ain't right. Hey, you got <laughs> to right. go up as you go up in fights. Because if not, when you get to an actual good fight, title right. fight, original title fight, right. and the person takes you to the deep rounds, you know, you're not going to manage that. Right. Or what you going to do about that? Or yeah. make sure you're not working on that. So ding, ding. Yes, sir. Let's get who we have here. Let's get so, back to this picture. So we have another picture. What do we have here? So we got there Jesus Rojas. He's a former 126-pound world champion. You say former 126-pound world yeah. champion? Goodness gracious. Yeah. Um. So basically, he saw me grow up. In boxing. So he watched you grow. Yeah. Okay. So he was in my first gym and in my second gym. First and second gym. Yeah. Right. So he saw all, all he saw, the process. Right. And saw the transition and saw you from. Yeah. Saw so you from. He was a good mentor. Still mm -hmm. is. Um, he, you still speak to this guy? Yeah. He's cool. like family to me. Cool. Um, You know, I, I appreciate everything he has done for me. Right, right. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. And it's always nice to see a champion watch you, watch you work, watching yeah. you work. So, so this foundation that you come from is the Puerto Rican Boxing Foundation. Am I saying you know? Am I saying that correct? Yeah, yeah close yeah. enough. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> close <laughs> enough. Right. So, uh, Puerto Rico. Hey, hey. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the uh, next one. All right. Who do we have here? So we got there, Ivan Calderon. Calderon. Yeah, former champion as well. Yeah, the former champion, Calderon. Yeah. Hey, boy, you got some Puerto Rican name dropping up in this <laughs> joint, boy. I'm uh, telling you. <laughs> hey, good person. Uh, I never trained with him uh -huh. or nothing like that, but, hey, I saw him in the fighting. He was always, you know, giving advice and all that. And, I, you know, good fighter. Good outside fighter. Um, and he's willing yeah. to take a picture with you. You yeah. stop. Some people walk right past you if you want to take a picture yeah, with him. Exactly. So very really humble person. How old were you here? Do you know? Um, I believe I was around 11, 12. 11, 12. Oh. Yeah. So before you jumped into professional boxing, was your whole amateur career in Puerto Rico? Basically, yes. All right. So how did that go? Explain to me. Because all we're going to see is the professionalism from you, brother. Yeah. So <laughs> how, did you, how did your amateur bouts go? And as they went... What made the uh, transition to pro for you? You get what I'm saying? So I did around 136 amateur fights. Hold it. No, 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 no. Did you say 136 amateur fights? Yes, sir. You can still articulate well, brother. And he know two languages. And he know two languages. Senora. Yes, yes. I'll make sure you spit some of that before we leave here. But 136 amateur fights, bro? Yes. My God. All right. So. Um, I did basically all of them in Puerto Rico. I only mm -hmm. did in the U.S. I believe I did like around five. Right. The last five, maybe? Mm, no, not exactly. Just... I only did one here. Okay. 
Okay, uh, okay. Then my last one and um here in Louisville. Uh -huh. Then my last one, then I transitioned to pro. Okay. The other ones were in Florida. I used to stay in Florida. Okay. For I stayed there for like a year and something. Then mm -hmm. I went back home to Puerto Rico. Right. And nearly a year and a half ago, uh -huh. almost two years now, I came back to boxing. All right. All right. All right. Um, in between the years 2018, 2019, um, I fell apart of boxing and I was not training correctly. I was mm -hmm. not fighting. Uh, in part, I lost love for, for boxing. I got lost it, in it. But when I came here, uh, my dad and right. my trainer. Your um, father. Yeah, Herman Negron. Right. So. Hey, I like his dad. <laughs> Dad's a good so, dude. I see him all the time. So. <laughs> He was like, you're going to waste your talent. You're going to waste all those years training hard and all that for what? Right. You know, you swim so far to, you know. Why, why stop now? Yeah, why stop? And he got me back into it. And there's where I get to J-City Boxing. Boom. All right. So that brings you to J-City Boxing. Uh, Shout out to Pops, man. <laughs> all the fathers out there. Shout out to y'all. So, all right, hold on. So before we get too far off of that, since we're on that subject, you started out amateur career, Puerto Rico. You end up coming to the U.S., Florida. So how do you end up as a professional boxer in the – you fight out of J-City Boxing, Jeffersonville, Indiana, out of the Kentuckyana area. How do you end up being a professional boxer in the Kentuckyana? Bring that to me, even after coming out. So what was your – you stopped boxing? Why? Was was she no, that pretty? Um, what was, what was so it? I did my – I did my comeback <laughs> – Mm -hmm. After, um, there a, a year and a half or something like year that. some change. Yeah, and year some change. So uh -huh. I did my my comeback as an amateur, and one day I was in the gym. I told my dad, I don't want to fight amateur no more. I'm tired of it. I want to go pro. All right. So it, it was you that said something. You just in here is like, yeah, all right, we done. 136 fights. I might have been tired too. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> 136 hey. fights. I was like, come on. Can yeah. we go get paid for this? You'd, you'd have got me at about 50. I'd be like, okay, we even time to do something. Time to do yeah. something. And like, he was like, hey, you want, let's do something more and all that. And then was the opportunity open. So where were you? In what city, state? Where were I you? I was here in Jeff. Oh, so you were here yeah. in Jeffersonville, Indiana. And time out. My guy fights out of Jeffersonville, J City Boxing. This one of the places he trains at. So let's yeah. make sure J City Boxing, what's up? All right. So you were here when you decided you wanted to go pro. Yeah. I was here. Hey, it's a good place to go pro, Louisville, Kentucky. You know, yeah. we got good professionals around yeah, here. We, we trying we, we, we trying to get back to all that. We trying to get back to being the Mecca, you know, so hey, I'll just leave it at little, that. Little by little, little by little. Right. Baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> We working on it. Baby yeah. steps. All right, so let's go to the next picture. <laughs> All right, who we have right here? So we got Orlando Pinero there. Orlando Pinero. Yeah. Yeah, I like to work on my Mexican. Uh, I mean, I'm on hey, Puerto Rican. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey, hey. Try to keep not, him on that side of the table. Not, <laughs> we going to get on. into that. We going to get into that, too. So hold on. Wait till we get to the end. We going to get into so, that. That's Orlando Pinero. He was... Mm -hmm. um. Juan Malopez manager. Who's manager? Um, Juan Malopez. Uh, Juan Malopez. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he he was the guy in charge of my second gym. 
Okay, second gym. So yeah. the, so there was two gyms you fought at out of Puerto Rico. Yes. All right, so this is the guy that was in charge of the second gym. Yeah. Right. Um, so that second gym was um, Chao Pontes Torres de Caguas. Uh-huh. It was in the same city that my first gym was. Right. Um, so I transitioned there, and there I met Juan Lopez that was there and all that. So two gyms in the same city in Puerto Rico. Yes. How did that work out? And you bought it both of them. So how did you, yeah. you st- number one, so, I see you still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I see you still alive. But how, how was that? Is, and being a boxer, I'd like to explain to me, oh man, don't do that, excuse me. Um, explain to me what it's like and how, and what makes someone fight at two gyms in the same city or how does that work? And how did that, and how did they take that? At first, it was a hard transition because we were rivals. Right. So gyms were U of L U K I U U K. Yeah, something like that. Exactly mm-hmm. the same. Like we were rivals. Like it was only in the finals. Let's say in the tournaments, mm-hmm. it was Chaponte and Bayroa. It was always the same thing. Right. And when I transitioned, it was a little bit hard for the confidence of the guys and all that. But after a few months and all that working on on that, I got in there well. Okay, so like they grabbed me in. I didn't have no problem with him because even when I was little, I used to talk to him a lot because I was like, he he would give me a lot of advice. Okay, yes, even yeah. though In I was business, from you need some gym. advice. Yeah, right. so he a good mentor, good person. I can say another father figure. All right, all right, that's good to hear. So when you went with the second gym, how did the old gym feel? Did, um, they, did they try to come at you with baseball bats and catch you on the corner? First, at first, it was like. I didn't talk to no one over there because mm-hmm. they were like, oh, we feel betrayed. Right. But after a few, let's say like a year or two, we we squashed that and, you know, we started, you know, saying hi, but from the distance. Right, right, right. So, all right, yeah. that's so that's, that's maturity in there. Yeah. That's some maturity in there and they still have respect for your game. But yeah. I can understand that because I'm sure that goes on other places besides Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that goes on other places besides Puerto Rico. All right, next. Let's see what the next picture we have. Oh, is this him? Joe, that's Pops. Yeah, that's Pops right there. Yeah. Looking like Fat Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Look like Fat Joe right there. Hey, hey I got a rap career. <laughs> he might sign you. <laughs> stop, stop. You're featuring. Right. So this picture, you're holding a belt, you're holding some trophies, and you're standing with a, a proud father, of course. Yeah. So that was one of my fights back home. Uh-huh. I was 18, I believe, there. Okay, okay. And I won my fight, and I won best fight of the night. And you won best fight of the night. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure you got plenty of those. I play, boom. <laughs> sure you got plenty of more. To, got plenty of those on the way. I'm sure you got more of those coming. Yeah. I'm telling you. And like like my guy said, grown men don't want to fight this guy. <laughs> grown men don't want to fight this guy. Shout out to Pops. What's going on? I always see you. What's up, man? <laughs> Let's go to the uh, next one. Uh, is this the same one? Is yeah, this the same, same event? Yeah, same, same event, event. Same event. Belt and championship. Let's go yeah. to the next one. Okay. So here we go. We're going to leave this right here for a minute. So this is, I take it this is, this is in the Kentuckiana area. Yeah, that's in the Henry Clay Center. That All was right. my first pro fight. So your first pro fight, yes. Henry Clay Center. Yeah. All right. So tell me about... I've here in the Kentuckyana area, I've decided to go pro, which was a decision that you made, not anyone put on you. You made that to Henry Clay. How does that happen? So 
Wow. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was it. a hard process because uh-huh. I was having dates since June. Right. And, it, and it's been canceled and canceled over and over again. And from what I hear, that's part of the business. That's yeah. part of the business. You're going to fight somebody, somebody's going to be like, ah, I got stomachache, I ain't fighting today. Yeah. So there were a lot of cancellations, mm-hmm. Um, you know, my fights and all that. And finally, November um, of 2021, mm-hmm. I did my pro debut in the Henry Clay Center, one of choice cards. Uh, yeah, what was that, Estrus Entertainment? Um, something like that, Extra Nine C, yeah. something like that. Estrus. So he gave me the opportunity of fighting, right? And after hard looking, we found an opponent. Mm-hmm. He said yes. He flew over and we got the fight done. Right. And uh, you knock him out in the first round. Yes. First <laughs> yes, round. sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Where did where did your opponent come in from? Um, Ohio, Cleveland, yeah. Ohio. All right, all yeah. right, all right. So this is your first professional fight. So now we are in the Denzel Million Dollar Smile Negron Pro Game. And this is where we stand right now. <laughs> so, Team Bambito? And team, team, team Bambito. Bambito, yeah. yes. Team Bambito. Joshua had to tell me that a few times the first time we was fighting. <laughs> He's like, Charles, it's Bambito. I said, okay, I'm working on my... I'm working on my yeah, language. Working on <laughs> right, working I'm working on, on my language. I'm going to have to do this. So it's Team Bimbito. So yes. explain that to us. That's your brand. What's that? So that was my nickname since I started. Oh, so when you was in Puerto Rico and you were seven and eight and you hanging out with Cotto and Lopez and all them, yeah. they was calling you Bimbito. Bimbito. Okay, yeah. okay. So that nickname comes from um, Prospect, 140 Prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, Omar Rosario. He's signed with Top Rank right now. All right, Omar Rosario, Top yeah. Rank. Yeah, we know that name. So <laughs> I came into the gym, you know, to Bairoa. That was my first gym. He was already there. He was already um, a fighter there. Right. Um, I came in, and he just came up to me and said, your nickname is Bimbito. Bimbito. So, so what is Bimbito? So for all of us that don't understand, it, it, it's actually Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's actually a bear from a cookie brand. A bear from a cookie brand. Yeah, the bimbo cookies. <laughs> it's uh basically a a cartoon bear. A That's cartoon where bear. my logo comes from, and hmm. I got a teddy bear. Okay, I had kept that because that was in my beginning. So. In your beginning, so in the beginning, young cat knocking yeah. people out, fighting, called him Little Bear, Bimbito. Yeah. Some cookies back home, called Bimbito. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, the funny story is he told me what Bimbito mean, and I was like, is it tricks selling cookies on the street? I don't know what that is. <laughs> but hey. <laughs> I was like, hey. I don't know what that is. But yeah, it's actually the bear. It's that, actually the bear. Yeah. So, they, so they have Bimbito cookies back home. Yeah. Bimbo cookies. The actual Bim- name. See, that's what it was. Bimbo. Bimbo. That's what you said. Yeah. Bimbo cookies. I think there's actually a brand here, uh-huh. that, but it's like it's muffins, but it's um, it's, it's the same name, Bimbo. Sa- same name, but it's yeah. not cookies? It's not cookies. All right. So from cookies to million-dollar smile. <laughs> that's yeah. a beautiful thing. Hold on. Let's get a jab for that. <laughs> from cookies to million-dollar smile. You roll with both of them. You're a professional fighter here. You're 2-0. Knocking guys out in the first, second round. From what I hear, through the ropes, grown men don't even want to fight you. <laughs> hey, I don't know nothing about right, that. Right, you don't know nothing about that. Let me tell you. <laughs> grown men don't want to fight this dude, so you come for him if you want to. Your weight class is? 122 pounds. 122 pounds. So you say you got something coming up in September. Yeah. Let's speak about family for a minute. 
So family. Yes, let's talk about family because in your transition on your style of things that help you make it this far, tell me how does your family play a position in that? Hey, my family is a huge support. Huge support? Yeah. Um, actually, my grandfather was the one, one of the person that pushed my dad into putting me into boxing. Right. Because um, one day I was seeing, I don't remember which fight I was seeing. Cause uh-huh. Actually, my family is a, they're fans of boxing. Right. Okay. So you come from a family of fans of boxing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so one day I went up to my grandpa and said, hey, I want to, I want to box. I want to fight. Right. And he told my dad, my dad took me to the gym. Hey, and it just all took off from there? Yeah, all took up from there. I, at first, it was for losing weight because uh-huh. I was seven years old and 87 pounds. All right, so what is Is that fat boy status? Yes. <laughs> I was almost rolling. <laughs> I was almost rolling. Right, you little roly-poly. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, it took, took off. I fell in love with the sport, and right. I kept going every day. Bad. Bad, um, right bad. now, my family's back home, uh-huh. but still, they're a huge support. Like, it's like they're my number one fans. Bad, bad, bad. They should be. They should be. They get, You got something here. So, but they're back home. What is, let's get in, let's get into that just for a second. They're back home. How does that, how does that work? How do they get to see you fight? Do they get um, to, or do they just get to hear about it? And eventually you will be at a stage where yeah. everyone in the world is going to see you fight. But that goes without saying. <laughs> <Hey, so laughs> you're right. So as of now, how does that work as far as so, trying to get them or keep them involved? So usually um, we tell them, hey, I'm fighting this day. Uh-huh. They're very, very onto it. Like, hey, when I get to the fight, hey, I got here. Mm-hmm. And they're like excited over there. When I stop responding, they already know I'm fighting. That's your boxing. And it's like a constant stress because they don't know what's happening. Right. So then you had so you have to wait till after the fight's over yep. and then call them and see what's up. Yeah, but it's like as soon as I call them, it's what happened? <laughs> right. And you Is see it? them screaming. All right. So it's like a soccer game over there. Yeah. Right. So you call it back is. on the phone. Everybody's in the joint talking about the Denzel call. Did he call back yet? Did he win? Did he win? Yeah. And then everybody stands up and cheers. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. My first fight was like that. They were on it since I got out of the door to get to the fights. The next time that happens, tell somebody in there to have a camera and I want to see the picture of them when you're talking to them on the phone. And they tell him, and you telling them that you won. Hey, it's hard. <laughs> I want to see that because like, I, I I just picture a soccer game and everybody just going <sighs> going yeah. crazy. Like the first one is my grandma. <laughs> Your grandma? That's, that's the first one. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first one that is like screaming and shouting. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is. So let's get into another thing. So let's get into another thing for my Latina people out there. We got love for you. There is a difference. There is a difference between, and let me just make sure I'm saying this right. There's a difference between, is it Mexican, Puerto Rican? Is it, what is it? Because I know if you call somebody a boliqua and they not that, that they about going to try to take your head off. What is this? Explain this to me. So it's it's a pride thing. Okay. So there's two different things. So what is it? It's it's Mexicans and Puerto Ricans. All right, so it's Mexicans and Puerto Ricans. This yeah. is what we're talking about now. Mexicans and Puerto Ricans, we're about to give you a little cultural <laughs> lesson right here. Yeah. It's Mexicans and Puerto Ricans. There is a difference between two of them. Yes. There is. Okay. 
Actually, there's a lot of difference between all the Hispanics, matter of fact. Right. Okay. Not going to knock that. <laughs> Not um, gonna, but right now, we're just going to talk about Mexicans and Puerto Ricans because maybe they get mixed up the most. Um. Yeah. Usually people think because we talk Spanish, we're technically. We're all the same. Yeah. All the same. Well, just because cause I'm black, cause. we all the same. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I relate to you. <laughs> I relate oh to you. So there's a difference. Yeah. So. How is there a difference? Culture, even the way we talk. Okay, so there's a difference in the way we talk. Like us yeah. being outsiders and not understanding that, we wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, as for example, like we use a lot of Spanglish back mm-hmm. home in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And Mexicans use just, you know, all Spanish. They don't use on their language. Uh-huh. They don't use that Spanglish. Okay. You know, they don't okay. use English words on it. And the food. The food's different? Yeah. Okay, so Puerto Rican food and Mexican food is different. Way different. Oh, I need a Puerto Rican restaurant because all yes. I see is Mexican. <laughs> hey, I need a Puerto Rican restaurant. Good. There it's is a good. difference? Yeah, there is oh, a Is difference. there a Puerto Rican restaurant around here? Um, I believe so, but I think it's closed. Is it? Yeah. All right, so next time Puerto Rican restaurant comes around here, opens. Hey, I want matter of fact, the ones that are similar to us are Cuban. Are they? Yeah. Okay, okay. Don't it have them. almost the it's, same thing. So Mexican and Puerto Rican is Cuban in this, or do they not deal with this? Is it just between y'all two? How does um, Cuban feel about being called a Mexican, or Cuban feel about getting called a Puerto Rican? I mean, it's almost everybody because right. it's a pride thing. Like right. if let's say I'm Puerto Rican and you call me Cuban, uh-huh. uh, I'm gonna correct you. I'm like I'm not Cuban. I'm Puerto Rican. And a Cuban back um, in my work, there's a lot of Cuban, and uh-huh. they call them Mexicans, and they go like, "Hey, I'm not." I'm not. I'm okay, not so so it's not it's not that they're trying to correct you and be mean to you. They're just yeah. like, hey, yo, that's let me tell you, there's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. Hey, um, it's 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 a pride thing. Yeah, it, like, nothing pride, wrong with that. It's nothing like, wrong with that. It's a pride where everybody's so, from. Is there any way that someone who has no knowledge base on the aspect, such as myself, <laughs> like, <laughs> can I see? two people that look the same and be able to tell them apart without speaking Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Is there, is there a way to help me? Um, to help us? I not really. Say not really. Not really. Okay. Not okay. Really. Okay. But okay. it's like the way we talk, uh-huh. the way we talk, um, there's some words in Spanish that you can sh- um, say, Oh, he's Mexican. Oh, okay. he's Cuban. Oh, he's Puerto Rican. Okay. So, all right. I need an example. So give me one word that we can, if I heard this word, give it to me in three different ways so I could tell who said what without getting in trouble. <laughs> without getting in trouble. Man, that's a hard thing. <laughs> Is there one? Um, As we continue to interview, if you think of one, yeah. you let me know. All I'll right. And see if one. we can think of one. Yeah. All right. That's good. So this is your first pro fight, Estridge Entertainment, Shelby County. Is it Shelby? What is it? Is it Shelby County, right? Um, no, that was in um, Louisville. Louisville. It was yeah. in Louisville, so he yeah. did it here. Yeah. All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. So, And you won this fight, right? Yes. All right, let's go to the next picture. Yeah, let's see what we have here. All right, so this is you about – hold on, number one, is that Kelly Mays up at refereeing? Yes, sir. Ah, <laughs> Kelly, what's up, man? <laughs> so he's up there refing. And he pulling you off. He pulling you off his cat. Like you look like you about to go another one. You look like he like he deserved one more. This guy on his knees. If you can't see this picture, this guy on his knees and 
Mr. Million Dollar Smile over here about to knock his fronts out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was hungry. I was hungry. That's how you have to be in this business. You got to be hungry. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And so this was your second fight or is this the first one? That's the first one. So yeah. this is how the first one ended? Yes. Okay. 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 This is how first one ended. TKO knockout? Um, TKO. TKO yeah. first round? Yes. All right. All right. So off to a good start. That you are off to a good start, and you will continue to be off to a good start. Yeah. Hold on, we got some. No, we got some. We got. Do we have something? You know what? Since you are here, I want to mm. give you something to let you know that we support you. Okay. So I have something for you. <laughs> let me reach down in here. These are the first that I've ever given out. These are the first that I've ever given out. I feel special now. Right. I haven't <laughs> given them to anyone else because I appreciate you being here. And people don't understand the businessman and how it works yeah. and how it gets down and how difficult what I do really is. Because <laughs> hey. someone has to agree with you and yeah. no one ever agrees with me. <laughs> Except for what I talk about, the good fighters. So these I want to bestow upon you. Okay. These are the first pair of LLF hand wraps. <laughs> so hey. you sparring or you forget your other hand wraps at home, you know, put these in the glove box, you know what I'm saying? Be like, hey. I got a spare back. Or you could just put them on the shelf and show them that your professional career started in Louisville. So yes, we got sir. love for you here in Louisville, man. So I want to yes, make sir. sure you have those. You do. Hey, I appreciate it. Hey, matter of fact. What? I got a gift for you, too. Oh, ben, Team Bambito. What is going on in here? Bambito. Did I say it right? My Latinos, did I say it right? Bambito. So you're going to be the first person <laughs> in Louisville and Indiana. Right. The Kentuckyana area. With we all won, baby. Bambito t-shirt. But Team Bambito. Ah, it's got to be. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we got drop bombs on there. Let me get your ass. <laughs> Yo, you're going to be the first person with this merch on. Hey, this is sweet, yo. This is sweet, yo. One more one percent. Million dollar. Let, 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 let's, can we talk about the million dollar smile for a minute? You can, you can. You can? All right, so let's speak about this, man. God, I so when I started this, started this about a year ago, just some cat in the street doing this, people looking at me all funny, like, who is this dude in here just doing this? And uh, I always would run across Denzel. So I run across Denzel, and the only thing that would, like, I hadn't seen him fight yet, you know what I'm saying? Hang out with Joshua, you know, we know Joshua. Shout out Joshua Flores. I was hanging out with Joshua. I was like, okay, these two related. I'm like, I don't know. We just going to keep moving. You know what I'm saying? And every time I would run across him, he would smile and I'd be like, bling. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, did that dude just smile? Because when, without getting into myself, but you know, I was like, I recognize a good smile when I see one. <laughs> so, and, and I would tell you why I smile so much. Why? <laughs> My dad doesn't smile much, so I smile for him and for me. <laughs> <laughs> you hear pops you didn't smile much so he yeah. smiles for you so that's yeah. where the smile comes from and regardless of the situation like i don't know if i really caught him in some tough situations or if he was having a bad day or if he was having what type of day he was having it was just every time i saw him before i left i catch a smile <laughs> even if i didn't even if i didn't speak to him and i was dealing with everyone else in the gym or messing with these guys may not know him i still catch him on the way out the door shoot him a smile i'm like man this guy got the <laughs> smile 
he got the smile. And I done seen a few things. I, don't, I ain't seen everything, I'm sure. Everybody's seen more, but I recognize a good smile when I see one. Right. So then I would just start hollering at him. Every time I'd be in the gym, he'd be in a spot. Hey, yo, million dollar smile. What's up, yo? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and that's true. That's true. And, and, and it all started from there. So, you know, I hope it blows up and I hope it's fantastic, man. And I love the shirt. I really do. Is there uh before we get out of here, number one, I want to thank you for being here. I appreciate you because you could have been doing anything else, but you were hey, sure, man. I appreciate, I appreciate the you. invite. This, this is hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Appreciate this is hard. The invite. Um, you're the one of first persons that, you know, sees me and all that and i appreciate that oh so hold on so hold on we i forgot about that hold on let me drop bomb i'm the first american interview yes sir ah did you hear hold on uh you heard that <laughs> first american english interview this guy speaks two languages so i'm the first one so they gonna see this back home yes sir hey puerto rico in the house what's up man <laughs> we got love for your son man he out here killing it he out here killing it we trying to show him as much love as we can man Anything you'd like to say before we get out of here? Say the Spanish, man. Say the English. Anything. Hey, um, if anyone wants to follow my career, Bing. you can reach me out at Denzel Bimbito Negron. That's my fan page. Mm -hmm. um, hey, you're going to see a lot from me. We hope to be seeing a lot from you. Yeah. And again, I appreciate you for hey, inviting me. Bro, <laughs> bro I'm glad you showed up, man. And for my people back home, Gracias a todo. Muchas gracias a todos los que me apoyan. A mi abuelo, a mi abuela. Los amo. Los quiero un montón. A mi papá. Te amo un montón. But yeah, that's a shout out for my family. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't have, they know what it means. That's hey, all that matters, man. Hey, all that matters is they know what it means. And there are going to be some big things coming out of you in the future, man. Y'all ain't heard about this kid. Y'all gonna hear about this kid. Denzel, million dollar smile, Negron. 2-0, professional boxer. Hey, you're getting better on the last Hey, game. you see what I'm saying? I'm working <laughs> on my left team. I'm, yeah. working, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. He's gonna be something to see, and I'm just glad we can have him here first. And when he's uh, shooting stars out the sky, I hope he remembers us, man. Hey, always. <laughs> Eyes is a beautiful thing. LLF, man, we catch you next episode. We out of here, my man, million dollar smile. Ching! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>